Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson about phrasal verbs. This is part one of at least three lessons, maybe four. Hopefully, you are ready to learn some common phrasal verbs in English. If you don't know what phrasal verbs are, it's when you have a verb and then it has like on or of or out at the end of it and somehow, you have to figure out what it means. There are a number of them in English and it is important to learn them. You don't have to learn them so you can use them right away but you do need to learn phrasal verbs uh, when you're learning English because you'll hear them all the time or you'll read them when you're reading a book. They certainly are quite common. I might have even used a phrasal verb already while I was talking and not even realized it. I'll have to go back and check later to see if that is the case but once again, welcome to part one of uh, a series of English lessons about phrasal verbs. To hang up. So, this has a couple of meanings and I should mention that a lot of these phrasal words, <laughs> phrasal word, phrasal verbs have several meanings. I'm going to try to only focus on the one or two most common meanings but some do have more. You can see here in the far picture, someone washed their clothes after you wash your clothes, it's important to hang up your clothes so they can dry. Maybe you have a dryer and you can just put them in the dryer but Jen and I don't. So, it's important for us to hang up our clothes so that they can dry after we wash them. So, the act of putting them either on a clothesline or a drying rack. When you're using a phone, when you're done the conversation, when you push the red button, you push that to hang up. Um so, it is a similar thing. Um to ending the phone call. So, when you decide that the conversation's over, you decide to hang up. It's considered rude to hang up on someone in the middle of a conversation though. Um usually, it's nice to finish the conversation and then say bye and then both people hang up at the same time. So, two meanings for that one. To put clothes on a clothesline or drying rack or to end a conversation. To show up. So, my mom lives in an old age home now and sometimes I show up. Sometimes I go to visit my mom and so, I show up and I say, hey, can I come up and visit you? Because you have to at the in the lobby, you have to push a button so that you can be let in. So, sometimes I show up. So, to show up can mean to arrive, uh to appear, um to go somewhere. Um sometimes Oh, here's another good example. My brothers and sisters came to my house a couple of weeks ago and we were waiting for them to show up. I told them, hey, show up anytime after three o'clock in the afternoon. We'll be ready for the Christmas party. Um and then around three o'clock, no one was there and we were like, when will they show up? So, in that situation, it means when will they arrive? To pull over. So, if you're wondering, These lessons are always related to my life. That's usually where I get my ideas from. If you're driving a car on the road and you decide that you want to, maybe you need a break or you want to use your phone safely, it's important to pull over. It's important to slow down and go onto the side of the road. So, when you're on the road and you go onto the side of the road and stop, we say pull over. You're going to pull over. There's another use of this word though and this is why there's a police car in the thumbnail. Someone was asking that earlier. Um because the police can pull you over. So, the other day, I'm a little bit embarrassed. I was driving and up ahead, I saw flashing red and blue lights 
and I also saw a whole bunch of vehicles on a side road and I realized I was speeding and uh as I went by those vehicles, it was um three unmarked police cars and one pulled out uh and I thought, oh, he's gonna pull me over. So, a police officer can also pull you over. So, this is gonna sound kind of funny. Uh the police officer turned his lights on because he wanted to pull me over. So, then I pulled over onto the side of the road and did I get a ticket? I know you let me know in the chat if you think I got a ticket. Say yes, I think Bob got a ticket or no, I don't think he got a ticket when the police pulled me over. To double down. So, when you double down, I taught this phrase on my short English channel a little while ago. It means to work harder at something. Maybe in December, you didn't really study English very much. Maybe you took a break and then you have a test maybe in February. You might need to double down right now on the amount of studying you are doing. You might need to work harder and longer in order to get the studying done. At work, it's the last week of school next week and I need to double down on getting student work graded. I got a lot graded this week but I need to double down and get more graded because the semester is ending. So, to double down means to work harder and to work better on something so that you get a lot done. To double up. So, sometimes you want more of something. Um I eat about three or four vegetables a day and I should really double up the amount of vegetables I'm eating. I should probably eat six to eight vegetables a day. Now, I do eat one or two pieces of fruit a day. I don't want to double up on the amount of fruit but I think I should double up on the amount of vegetables I'm eating. So, to double if you don't know means to multiply by two. So, when you double up, it means you try to multiply by two. Um sometimes when you order pizza, you can order double cheese. Then there's twice as much cheese on it. You can double up on the amount of cheese. Then it's extra yummy. But to double up means to yeah, to to do something or to have something times two. Like multiply it by two. That's how it would go. To show off and this is why there was a juggler in this thumbnail. When you show off, it means you're good at something and you do it and you want other people to see you doing it. Um when you show off, it means that well, let's say I was really good at riding a unicycle. That's like a a one-wheeled bicycle. Can't really call it a bicycle, can we? But a unicycle has one wheel and if I brought a unicycle to a family reunion and I rode it around all day, people might think I was just trying to show off. I was trying to show how good I was at something and it has a little element of um like people don't always like it when you show off. It's like you're good at something but you do it extra so people look at you. Here's a good example. If I was a really good football player or soccer player as we call it here, if I did like five spins on the field with the ball before I shot the ball, people might think, oh, he's just trying to show off. He's trying to show everyone how good he is at controlling the soccer ball to stop by. So, I I think we've had a few different phrases that mean to go to someone's house um but to stop by can also mean that you go visit someone. I think this has more of a sense of a visit. When you show up, 
it might just be to let me put it this way. The Amazon delivery person can show up and drop off a package but when you say stop by it implies that you're probably going to go in and sit down and visit with someone. So, if I say, oh, I'm gonna stop by and talk to my mom today, it doesn't mean I'm gonna just be there for a few seconds. It it can actually a little bit but it definitely implies more of uh you know after going to the grocery store, I'm gonna stop by at my sister's house and have a cup of tea. So, it implies a little bit more that you are visiting. So, you can see in this picture, these people have decided to stop by the house that they are going to and it looks like they're bringing some flowers. Always always a good idea to bring flowers. To cut off. Now, of course, as I said, these verbs, these phrasal verbs can have various meanings. In this situation, I'm talking about the meaning of when there's two vehicles and one goes past the other and moves in front too soon where they almost hit. Like, the other day, I was driving on the highway and a person passed me and then they cut me off. So, I add me in there. They they pulled in really quickly and I had to hit my brakes. They cut me off. Um it can mean something as simple as um you know when you buy a new shirt, it has a tag and you can cut off the tag, right? So, you can decide, oh, I don't want the tag at the back. I'm gonna cut it off but in this situation, it means to see someone drive erratically and move in front of someone too soon and almost cause an accident to get along. So, the verb get, I did a video once where I used the verb get like a whole bunch of times in three minutes. Um the verb get uh use there's a lot of phrasal verbs with it. To get along means to like spending time with someone. Uh these two people obviously get along. These two people like each other. You can see because they're smiling and laughing that they get along. As a parent, you hope that your kids find friends, people that they get along with, people who maybe share the same interests. It's nice for me because I noticed in the chat, uh, a lot of you get along. A lot of you are happy to see each other and you are kind to each other in the chat. You get along very well. So, to get along means to enjoy being with the person or people you are talking about. To give up. When you give up, it means you quit. A lot of people in January decide to give up smoking. A lot of people in January decide to get a gym membership and go work out but then after a few weeks, they give up and they stop going. So, to give up means to stop doing something. It can either mean to intentionally stop doing something or to eventually just sort of not go anymore. So, what's another example? Um I was trying to learn to cook but I decided to give up because I wasn't learning very much. It's very important when you're learning English to not give up. Stay motivated. Do your best. Learn as much as you possibly can because if you give up, ah, I don't know. Like, you've spent so much time already learning it. Why quit now? Why give up now? Keep at it. Do the best you can. To catch up. So, this is one of the most common phrasal verbs. If I look at lists of common phrasal verbs, this is almost always number one. If you are walking with a group of people and those people walk a little faster than you and you kind of slow down and look at some stuff and then you look ahead and you see they are 10 meters ahead of you, 
you need to run to catch up. If you're in a class and everyone is working on questions and you're on question one and everyone else is already answering question four, you need to catch up. So, it simply means that you're not as far as someone else either in space or on a project, okay? So, again, if you're running a race and you want to finish first and there's five people ahead of you, you need to catch up and then you need to pass them. Um if you are yeah, in a class learning something and everyone else is on page seven and you're still reading on page three, you need to read faster to catch up to them. So, basically, you want to do the thing faster so you can be in the same place as everyone else to let down. So, this is an interesting one because it's not clear at all what this means but when you let someone down, it means you make them sad. Let's say I needed to pick Jen up from market. She didn't have a vehicle and I forgot. I would let her down, okay? So, I didn't do something I was supposed to do and that made her sad. I'm trying to think of another example. Um oh, let's say it's your birthday and uh you're expecting a birthday present and everyone forgets your birthday. Um you would you would then be annoyed because they let you down. You were expecting them to behave in a certain way. You were hoping they would give you gifts and not only did they forget the gifts, they forgot your birthday entirely. So, you would feel let down. You would feel like the people let you down. So, they made you feel sad. To break down. So, this is a common one with vehicles. When you drive a vehicle, eventually, it's going to break down. Um it simply means it's going to stop working. The reason why it stops working might not be very clear but uh if your car breaks down, it's not very very it's not very fun at all. Um I have a card in my wallet. So, if my car if I if I'm driving and my car decides to break down, I can call a number and a tow truck will come. I pay a little bit of money every month just in case. Um at school, Right now, we have to give exams in two weeks. So, we have to photocopy the exams. So, we're hoping that the photocopier, the photocopier doesn't break down. If it breaks down, we're in trouble because we can't photocopy. So, when you say that something, you hope that something won't break down. Um it means you hope that it doesn't break and stop fixing. You can just use the word break as well though. My car broke. My car broke down. I don't know why we add the word down but it does sound just a little bit better when I use down when I say it. To come up with. So, I'm not sure what you guys do for work or if you're in school but you might have to think of new ideas. You might need to come up with ideas. I mentioned this in my uh Wednesdays with Bob video this week I think. When I go for a walk, it's easy for me to come up with ideas. So, when you come up with an idea, it means you think of something. Your boss might say, the photocopier is broken. You'll have to think of uh, a way to get your work photocopied and you might sit and think, oh, I need to come up with a solution. Oh, I'll go to the local print shop. That's the solution. So, you came up with an idea, past tense. 
Um for me, the biggest thing is I have to come up with ideas for English lessons all the time. So, it's almost always used with the word idea. You need to come up with an idea. You can see this guy has thought of something. He's excited. He was able to come up with an idea to dress up. Oh, who's this guy? So, there's two meanings to this one. Um if a child wants to be a tiger, they can put on an outfit so they look like a tiger and we would say that um oh, what are the kids doing today? Oh, they're gonna dress up like different animals but it also means to wear nice clothes. So, as an adult, sometimes I need to dress up. I need to wear a suit. I need to wear a tie. Sometimes, I go to certain events where I need to dress up. Um when I go to school, normally, I wear this. This is one of my teaching outfits. I don't wear a tie. But when I go to graduation at the end of the year, I need to dress up. I need to wear nicer clothes. Um so, this is one of my suits. I think I have two. I do not wear them very often. I don't actually like to dress up. I don't like having a tie um around my neck. It feels funny like having my top button done up and then wearing a tie. I do not enjoy it at all. I like to have a little bit of freedom. So, but I will dress up when the situation requires it. Um and yes, there are a lot of bicycles in the photo. Um five kids means five bikes. I think we have seven bikes total. So, to dress up. To get away. So, this is different than to get away with, okay? So, to get away in English often means to go on a vacation. At work, someone might say, oh, I just wanna get away for a few days or my wife and I are going to get away this weekend. We're going to Florida. That'd be a long drive for the weekend by the way. But to get away, we often use when we're talking about going somewhere on vacation. Um to get away with means to do something and not get caught. So, sometimes students at school cheat and they want to get away with it. So, they don't want the teacher to catch them. They might use chat GPT to write their uh paper uh or to do their homework and then they hope that they get away with it. They hope that the teacher doesn't catch them. This guy robbed somewhere, maybe a bank and he's hoping to get away with it. You can use to get away as well like the thieves got away but when you use with, it means it specifies what they got away with. So, they got away with it or they got away with uh cheating on their homework. So, to get away, to go on a vacation um and some other meanings uh and to get away with, uh to do something you shouldn't have and to not get caught. To look up. So, yes, this can just mean this. Like, if you hear a sound, you can look up, okay? So, if I'm walking outside and I hear an airplane, I might look up so I can see the plane in the sky. But it also can mean to do some research. You can go to the library and look something up in an encyclopedia. If you don't know an English word, maybe you have a dictionary app on your phone and you can look up the word. You can look up the word to see what it means. Um sorry, I just got an email here. Okay, cool. Um <laughs> uh so it um before I go on a trip, I like to look up how to get there using Google Maps. So, whenever you don't know something, and you use a book or the internet or your phone or a dictionary to figure it out, you would uh use the verb to look up. 
So, often before I go on a trip, I will look up how to get there. Um and sometimes during a live stream, someone will mention something about their country and then after the live stream, I will look up um the Wikipedia page so that I know more about what they were talking about. To look up too. So, we just did to look up which is to do some research. To look up to means to admire someone. If your mom or dad is a very nice person, you might look up to them. It means you respect them. It means maybe you want to be like them. Um when I was younger, I really looked up to my dad. He was a very smart person who ran this dairy farm. So, I admired him. I respected him. Maybe at school, there's a certain teacher and you look up to that teacher. You think, oh, I want to be like that person someday. I also had a teacher when I was in high school and I looked up to him. He was a very smart man. He was the French teacher uh, and he did a really good job and he was really friendly and so, I liked him as a person and so, I looked up to him. So, when you look up to someone, it means you respect them. It means you like them and it might even mean that you want to be like them when you grow up. It usually has an age element, okay? It doesn't have to. You can look up to someone who's the same age as you but often it's usually like children or teenagers or young people, you know, they look up to someone who's older than them to take after. So, when you take after someone though, it means you have a similar look or similar behaviors. So, this boy and his dad, the boy takes after his dad. They kind of look like they have the same sense of humor. Maybe you have a nephew who looks exactly like your brother. You could say, wow, he really takes after you. It means that he really looks like you. Maybe you have a niece who behaves the same way as your mom, like her grandmother. You could say, wow, you really take after grandma. Like you, it means you, you really act like her or maybe you even really look like her. So, it means to be similar to someone in the same family. To call off. So, sometimes you need to cancel something. Maybe you have a party next Friday and suddenly the person you're having the party for is sick. You might have to call off the party. You might have to cancel the party. Uh during the pandemic, a lot of things got called off using the past tense there. A lot of things got canceled. Uh if you had any event to go to that day, you should it was always important to check to make sure that someone didn't need to call off the event. Um I meet once a week with a friend in France, a on parle on se parle ensemble. We speak together and sometimes we have to call off our meeting because our schedules just don't uh align properly. So, when you call something off, it means that you cancel it. It means that you don't do it. To eat out, to eat in. Now, this is a little tricky. When you eat out, it always means that you're eating at a restaurant, not at home, okay? So, when you eat out, it means you're going to go to a restaurant. Hey, do you wanna make supper at home tonight or do you wanna eat out? Oh, I wanna eat out. Let's go to a pizza place. Um so, to eat out means to eat in a restaurant or you might say, you know what? Let's just stay home and eat in tonight but this one has another meaning as well. When you go to a restaurant and you order food, they might say, do you wanna eat in 
or is it to go? So, there's a, a hopefully I'm not confusing you here. This to eat out means to eat in a restaurant. Okay, we're gonna go eat out tonight. To eat in can mean to eat at home. Let's save money. Let's eat in tonight. Or when you go to a restaurant, you have the option to get takeout to take the food with you or you might have the option to eat in which means you're going to sit in the restaurant and eat. So, sorry if I confused you. Maybe you'll need to listen to this section uh again sometime. Um because you can say in English, we're going to go to a restaurant. We're going to eat out tonight and it someone might say, oh, are you going to get takeout or are you going to eat in? And then you would say, well, we're gonna eat in which means you're staying. I just confused all of you. Sorry. Let's go back to the simple. To eat out means to eat at a restaurant. To eat in usually means you're gonna eat at home. To hang out. This is another I think second most common verb. Uh to hang out means to just be with other people. Um teenagers will often go to each other's houses to hang out. Maybe they play video games. Maybe they sit around and talk. Maybe they do homework but they're just spending time together. As someone my age in my early fifties, I don't hang out with my friends very often. We're all dads. We're very busy people. We don't have a lot of time to hang out. We usually go and see a movie once a year but we haven't done that for a couple years. We should probably do that again sometime. Anyways, when you hang out, it means you spend time with your friends. You're in the same place as your friends. To put off means to do something later. Um sometimes I usually make my English lessons on a Saturday or a Monday but sometimes I put off making <laughs> the English lesson to Monday night and then I have to make the lesson and edit it. So, to put something off means to delay. Um let's say you have a sore tooth and you need to go to the dentist but you don't like going. You might put off going to the dentist Um so, instead of going today, you might say, oh, I'll go next week or the week after. So, it means to you know do something in the future instead of doing it when you should do it. Um I'm trying to think of another example. The dentist is a good one because I know once I had a sore tooth and I I was supposed to go to the dentist and I actually called and rescheduled. I put off going by a couple of days. So, yes and here's the phrase, never put off till tomorrow what you can do today. So, don't if there's something you can do today, just do it today. Don't put it off to tomorrow. To bring up. So, this has a lot of different meanings but the meaning I'm going to talk about is to think of an idea and mention it. So, if you're in a meeting and someone says, we should serve coffee tomorrow, you might bring up the fact that you don't have any cups or you might bring up the fact that it's going to cost a lot of money to buy coffee for everyone. So, it's to mention something usually in a conversation or meeting. So, if I'm in a conversation with Jen and she says, I'm going to take the red van tomorrow on a long drive, I might bring up the fact that it needs gas. I might say, oh, the red van needs gas. I might bring up that idea in the conversation. By the way, it does have other meanings but I'm not going to go over them right now. So, to bring up something is to mention it to someone.
Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.